Well, I'm sure you've heard of the organisation called the Disinformation Project. The media really love the term disinformation and misinformation at the moment. And it seems so do the politicians. And those younger people are more exposed to social media. There is more disinformation available online. That I think is new, that worries me, is the influence particularly of uh, offshore-driven, social media-driven misinformation and disinformation. So recently, at the same time as the government was making noises about hate speech laws, the government, state broadcaster, TVNZ, coincidentally featured a documentary called Web of Chaos, funded by you uh, via New Zealand On Air. Now, it's described as a deep dive into the world of disinformation, exploring why it's spreading at pace throughout Aotearoa and the world, with specialists warning of striking consequences for social cohesion and democracy. Uh, And it featured people from the Disinformation Project and others, including David Farrier, a podcaster and journalist. Uh, Yep, apparently journalists are experts on disinformation. Although we probably think they deserve that title, Experts on Disinformation, for a different reason. Now, commentator Carl Dufresne did an excellent commentary on the documentary and said, Web of Chaos uses techniques, powerful images, slick editing, ominous music to create a sense of dread and foreboding. It's a clever piece of work that will have chilled the hearts of anyone open to its message, which is that shadowy, dark forces on the far right are using the internet to promote hatred, division, and paranoia. Now, before I show you a couple of clips, one of them which is hilarious, here's why I think you should be very wary of anything that comes out of the Disinformation Project. Their website says, quote, The Disinformation Project is an independent research group studying misinformation and disinformation in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Since February 2020, we have used mixed methods approaches to analyse and review the seed and spread of information disorders and their impact on the lives of New Zealanders. Now, according to the website also, the director, who you'll see in the upcoming clips, uh, the reason that they're the director of investigations for the Disinformation Project is that they have a Master of Arts from Waikato University in 19th century American literary culture. Uh, And her principal research area is the historiography of the history of science with a focus on the cultures and subcultures of science, gender and science history, and narrative and complexity, and is a PhD candidate through Victoria University in Wellington. Hmm. Lots of red flags there, in my view. Now, they released a report uh, earlier this year, which said... The most recent COVID-19 outbreak and the vaccine are highly visible, potent symbols used to push various far-right and conservative ideologies around issues such as free speech, faith, Christian evangelical or Pentecostal, abortion, euthanasia, cannabis law reform, families and family structure, LGBTQIA plus rights including conversion therapy, immigration, race and gender. Wow. What a shocking list of despicables, eh? Apparently, advocating these pro-family, pro-life and moral issues is all about disinformation. And opposing the government's agenda is misinformation or disinformation, maybe. 
Uh, in fact, in one of their reports, they say this, key myths and disinformation producers affirm and promote an idea of Aotearoa New Zealand that pulls away from progressive values of social inclusion, justice and equity that are increasing in social and political discourse. Instead, they long for systems that promote New Zealand European identity, traditional gender roles and a patriarchal family structure. Ooh, traditional family structure. Mum, dads, kids, marriage. Nasty. So that gives you a pretty clear picture of their worldview. Now, back to the recent documentary oh, that you helped fund. I want to show you two clips. The first is David Farrier, who wants you to know that if you acknowledge spiritual warfare and understand and accept the biblical verse of Ephesians 6.12, for we battle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers, then you're totally into radical theories such as QAnon, grand conspiracy theories, that you're deceived into believing in angels and demons, believing in good and evil. You've been primed to be sucked in. Have a watch. These grand conspiracy theories explain like why you're not doing as well in life as you wanted to. And there is a satisfaction to thinking that you hold the secret knowledge about how the world is run and that there are these dark forces controlling us that we have to push back and fight against. Something I started noticing with a lot of the people that had fallen into conspiracy theories about the deep state. You know, a lot of them had evangelical backgrounds and evangelical Christianity primes you to think that in this dimension, like all around me right now, like hidden is this fight between like good and evil. It's literally demons and angels kind of fighting. You're primed if you believe that to jump into all the narratives that QAnon is giving you because QAnon is the most epic story of all time of like these hidden evil shadowy forces ruling the planet and like us freedom fighters being able to like fight back. Ah yes, uh, notice the heavenly imagery there at the end. Very dramatic. Uh, and then there's the head of the disinformation project. Now, this is the best bit. I was actually in hysterics watching it. It's an explanation of how they draw certain people, gullible people, who then become conspiracy theorists and purveyors of disinformation. Now, to the woman watching this McBlog, please note, according to the experts, if you're a trad wife, uh, now, I actually looked that up just to confirm. It's, uh, quote, a woman who prefers to take a traditional role in marriage, including the belief that a woman does not lose anything by choosing to stay at home and by doing so can support their family needs better, end quote. So, uh, if you're a trad wife watching this, white, white, Christian, uh, if you're into cooking with your children, if you're on Instagram or Pinterest into interior design, knitting, children's clothing, healthy food for children, then you're being drawn into white nationalist ideas. You are the problem. Have a watch. You can draw people in in lots of different places. 
and each of the platforms are used in different ways. Hello, friends. As you can see, I'm working on my Whitby bag. What is known internationally as the kind of trad wife set of viewpoints, which is white, Christian, a lot of pseudo-Celtic, pseudo-Nordic ideologies behind it. They use Pinterest and Instagram to draw in other women who are interested in interior design, children's clothing, knitting, healthy food for children. And it does draw people in towards a set of white nationalist ideas. I mean, it's relatively easy to see. If you see a very beautiful, fair-skinned, blonde or red-haired child with beautiful braiding in her hair and some flowers, just step back a little bit. <laughs> A beautiful, fair-skinned blonde or red-haired child with braiding and flowers. Just step back. Did I tell you earlier that you, as a taxpayer, paid for this? And David Farrier and Kate Hanna call you and me the conspiracists and down the rabbit hole? Carl Dufresne rightly points out, he says this, the documentary didn't mention neo-Marxist vitriol on Twitter or the routine cancellation of any opinions, no matter how reasoned or moderate. Yeah, um, think recent councillor at uh, Bethlehem College. Uh, that run counter to woke orthodoxy. Neither did it consider the possibility that conservative opinion has been driven underground because it was locked out of mainstream social media channels such as Facebook and Twitter. End quote. The problem for the disinformation project, as I've said before, is that within possibly some very valid facts and research, there is a clear underlying narrative and ideology which clouds their judgment. They clearly disagree with a morally conservative or traditional worldview. They've made that very, very obvious. And that's why the media love them and the other opinionators, I won't call them experts, opinionators is better for this documentary. And that's why you should treat the Disinformation Project's information with extreme caution. Now, I've watched the documentary. Hmm. It's an hour I'll never recover. But the good news is, you don't need to watch it now. You can thank me later. Now, uh, where's my healthy food, uh, my knitting and my red-haired child? <laughs>